Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about when God's timing doesn't match with our own. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God, you can weather the storms of life, and you can bear fruit. I'm Brandon Levy, and Peter tells us that the Lord is not slow to fulfill his promises. Some count slowness in 2 Peter 3.9. And at some point over the past two months, each of us has probably joined that group of some at some point. You know, time, it just hasn't flown the way we like it. And we've been stuck in this period of waiting. We, we like to measure our time in minutes and hours. And right now the government is measuring in weeks and months. And yet God measures time by millennia. Verse 8 says, do not forget this one thing, dear friends, with the Lord, a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years are like a day. Now, notice the context of this verse. Peter, he's talking about uh, the day of the Lord when Jesus would return, something that, that's promised to the early Christians repeatedly is something that would happen soon. Yet they died and their children died and grandchildren and great-grandchildren and so on. And now we are here a couple thousand years later and we have the same promise they had. The Lord is coming soon. You know, Peter tells us that's true. But when God, what God calls soon uh, might be different than what we can call soon. You know, that day will come like a thief in the night, meaning it can't fit into our plans. You know, I'm sorry. But for any of us limited to uh, a few years of life here on earth, I can't call a couple millennia soon. My mind, it just doesn't work that way. I want God to lift me out of this situation right now. And if God thinks this way about time, just imagine how infinitesimally small this pandemic must be to him. And he is working even now, but God's timing, it doesn't always match ours. And I think that's one of the reasons God gave us his word. You know, when you want someone to go out on a limb and trust you, but you don't have any uh, collateral or anything, you say you give them your word, right? That's what God did for us. He gave us a promise, a covenant through his son that even when his timing doesn't make any sense, he is in control. Now, Throughout scripture, we see plenty of times when God's timing uh, was slower than what creation would like. You know, think about uh, Abraham and Sarah. Genesis 12, Abram was already 75 years old. God promised him that he was going to be a father of nations, but he had no children, no heir. So Abraham, he understood time. And so he prudently went out to his servant and made him his heir. But God said, this man shall not be your heir. Your own son shall be your heir in Genesis 15, 4. And then he took Abram out and he showed him the night sky and he told him that his offspring would be so numerous it would be like counting stars. But years later, it was still just Abraham and Sarah in the tent. They waited and they waited and they waited. And sure, they had the promise from God, but he still seemed to be pretty slow in fulfilling that promise. Sarah seemed desperate and so desperate that she gave up on waiting. She decided that her maidservant, Hagar, could be a surrogate for her. And now remember at this point, Abraham, he's what, 86 years old. And so this doesn't sound like, uh, it couldn't have sounded like too strange of an idea, but he didn't consult God and it backfired big time. 
13 more years went by before God finally took the 99-year-old Abram, the 89-year-old Sarai, and told them that they would bear a son. And he changed their name from Abram and Sarai to Abraham, father of a multitude, and Sarah, princess. You know, a year later, Isaac was born. And it was 25 years of waiting. And in that time, there was no earthly reason to hope for a child. It went from being highly unlikely to impossible. Their only hope was God's promise. And that's exactly why God waited. God's timing meant waiting until Abraham and Sarah would know that it was only through God that Isaac could be born. Romans chapter 4 Verse 18 in the NIV says, Against all hope, Abraham in hope believed, and so became the father of many nations. Just as it had been said to him, so shall your offspring be. You know, without weakening in his faith, he faced the fact that his body was as good as dead since he was about 100 years old and that Sarah's womb was also dead. And yet he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God, but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God, being fully persuaded that God had power to do what he had promised. This is why it was credited to him as righteousness. The words it was credited to him were written not for him alone, but also for us, according to verse 24, to whom God will credit righteousness for us who believe in him who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead. He was delivered over to death for our sins and was raised to life for our justification. You know, listen to that. Against all hope, Abraham hoped. He waited even when God's timing went from absurd to impossible. He did not waver. He, he just trusted that God was in control, that he had the power to do what was promised, and that faith, that faith that he had was credited to him as righteousness. And what's even more interesting about this story is why it's in the Bible today. Why do we need to know Abraham's story right now in 2020, the year of a global pandemic? Well, because verse 23 says God calls us to wait too. The words it was credited to him were written not for him alone, but also for us to whom God will credit righteousness. For us who believe in him who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead, he was delivered over to death for our sins and was raised to life for our justification. Trust and follow Jesus through it all. And Abraham shows us that we can trust God's promises. Even now, when it seems like the world has come to a screeching halt, God says, it's okay to slow down. But for all the times uh, that the Bible shows that God's time is slower than what we would like, what creation would like, there are also times when we act slower than God demands. His time uh, is sometimes faster than ours. You know, there is an undercurrent of urgency throughout scripture. It's seen in the frantic pace of Paul going from church to church, from the uh, Philippian jailer who was baptized with his family just after midnight because he didn't want to wait to have that security even for a few hours. And even from how uh, Paul discusses the Lord's return, he says Jesus will come like a thief in the night. And it's urgent that we prepare right now because Jesus could be here tomorrow. You know, Jesus, he talked about the man who built his house on the rock, meaning the word of God. Uh, and when the storm came, his foundation was sturdy. We talk about Colossians 2 all the time where Paul says we need to root ourselves in Jesus so we can weather the storms of life. So here's the deal. You know, we grow roots in the word 
so that when the storm comes, we are ready to act immediately. We don't have to uh, take any time to scramble because we have a foundation and what God would have us do. And I think it's fair to say right now we are in some kind of storm. And while it is good to take time uh, to evaluate and study most of the time, in times like these, God calls us to urgent action. When we are faced with difficult questions, it may seem wise to take time to ponder and study and pray, and oftentimes it is, but when a building burns down, you don't sit down and think about your exit strategy. Hopefully, you already know what it is, and you get out as quickly as you can. That is what wisdom looks like in that situation. So God's timing can work both ways. Sometimes he tells us to slow down. Sometimes he tells us to speed up. And other times he just wants us to stay on the exact same pace we've been on. And that can be frustrating to us because no matter how long we have lived, we just don't have the perspective of God. And that's why he gave us his word. So that even in a moment like this, we can understand that the Lord is not slow in keeping his promises. Some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. And that will do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. For the next couple of weeks, we're going to be talking about how the Bible would have Christians respond to the coronavirus pandemic. So I'm looking forward to sitting down and opening up our Bibles and talking about that with you soon.